When you're tired, are you grumpy? Maybe you struggle to find your inner social butterfly. Maybe you're less likely to be in a giving mood, even with people you like. I'm Tegan Taylor, and this is Occam's Razor, a soapbox for science. And if you're not your best self when you're sleep-deprived, it's not just you. It turns out sleep is really important for our relationships. To tell us all about it, here's Joel Raymond. So we've all heard the expression, I'll sleep when I'm dead. This attitude that sleep is expendable has become the mantra of our modern age, and it's been to our detriment. There's little doubt that sufficient sleep is essential for almost all facets of our health and well-being, but something that's rarely discussed is how critical sleep is to our everyday social interactions. Now, you may well be wondering, how exactly does my sleep impact my social life and my relationships with others? And is it really such a big deal? Well, if we think about our social networks as an intricate tapestry, then sleeplessness tugs at any loose threads and unravels the social fabric of our communities. After all, the basic building blocks of any society are built on relationships that exist between people like you and I. And given that rates of isolation and loneliness have peaked in Australia during the pandemic and have remained high since, this is particularly concerning. But don't just take my word for it. Let's look through what some of the current evidence suggests, and maybe, after you sleep on it, you'll come to the same conclusion I have. Let's start with how sleep can influence others' perception of us and our perception of others. Now, growing up, my mum always told me I would be great on the radio, but it's only recently that I've come to realise she might have meant that I had a great face for radio. <laughs> Joking aside, as humans, we communicate a huge amount of information through our faces, and our sleep, or our lack of sleep, is no exception. It affects the way that people view us. One study actually found that sleep loss acts as a social repellent. Think Aragard, but for people. Researchers recorded video interviews of people after a full night without sleep and asked strangers, unaware of the purpose of the experiment, to watch those videos and make judgments about the people in them. And they found that strangers said sleep-deprived people looked lonelier and said that they had less desire to interact with them compared to well-rested people. So our sleeplessness can drive people away from us. On the flip side, our sleeplessness also affects how we view others. When we're sleep-deprived, we're typically worse at discerning others' emotions, and we're more likely to focus on the negatives of our interactions. When researchers asked people to judge photos of strangers showing different facial expressions after a good night's sleep and a night of no sleep, sleep-deprived people found others' faces less attractive and less trustworthy. They also struggled to actually maintain their attention, so they didn't spend as much time looking at the faces, which probably contributes to why we're less accurate and much slower in working out someone else's emotional state when we haven't slept well. A good night's sleep could mean the difference between you noticing the slow nod and sarcasm in, sure, I'd love to do the dishes after I just cooked dinner for both of us, and you sleeping on the couch after an argument about how you don't pull your weight. What about how sleep loss impacts our motivation to engage with others in the first place? Well, I can't speak for you, but when someone invites me to catch up, the first consideration is usually, 
Do I have the energy left in my social battery to make it through this and still be smiling by the end of it? And if I haven't slept well, you best assume the answer will be no. And it appears that I'm not alone in feeling this. So researchers tracked people over the course of three weeks and asked them to log their behaviour and sleepiness throughout the day. And as you might expect, the sleepier that people felt, the less likely they were to interact with someone else. And when they did interact, their interactions were shorter in duration. Sleep loss and sleepiness drain us of our motivation to engage with other people. And I'm afraid it doesn't stop there. Sleep also affects how we interact with others. See if you can relate to any of the following. Maybe you need a little extra personal space when you're sleepless. In a recent study, after 24 hours without sleep, people maintained a greater distance between themselves and someone else they didn't know. Or maybe you're a little more self-centered and a little less generous when you're sleepless. One study found that after 24 hours without sleep, people said they were less willing to help another person, uh, carry their groceries, for example. And it doesn't even take 24 hours without sleep. Even natural drops in sleep quality the night before can predict less desire to help others the following day. Even more strikingly, at a societal level, researchers looked at how the loss of around one hour of sleep during that much dreaded uh, daylight saving switch uh, impacts generosity. And as it turns out, during the week of daylight savings transition for people in the US, monetary donations to charity drop compared to the weeks before and after. And this reflects around a 10% drop in total donation amounts. Whereas in states that don't follow daylight saving time, there was no difference in donations during that same week. When I'm running my sleep studies, there are often nights that I'm in the lab until 4 a.m. And during the following day in, in the office, nothing, and I mean nothing makes my blood boil, quite like the simple act of someone leaving a door open near my desk and that little beep noise that sounds every five seconds until someone else closes the door. Along those lines, one study actually found that people who lost around two and a half hours of sleep experienced more anger and more frustration when they uh, had white noise played through their headphones. Maybe sleep loss brings out your unethical side. At work, underslept staff typically express more hostility and are more likely to ethically mistreat their colleagues by taking credit for someone else's work or blaming someone else for their mistakes, for example. So, more distant, less generous, more easily angered, less ethical. Sleeplessness is certainly not a recipe for quality social interaction. And what about our most intimate uh, interactions and relationships? Surely those are safe, right? Well, I'm afraid to say no. <laughs> Sleep loss detracts from those too, messing particularly with how couples handle conflict. A cleverly named study, Do Sleepless Nights Mean Worse Fights, found that people who sleep less in general typically experience more conflict in their relationships. And in studies where two partners are forced to discuss highly contentious topics, usually things like spending money, communication, or in-laws, <laughs> people who slept less behaved less positively towards their partner. And if either partner was poorly rested, couples had worse capacity to resolve the conflict. Sleep loss also impacts something near and dear to many couples, sex. For women, a longer sleep actually predicts higher chances of sexual activity with their partner on the following day. In fact, one additional hour of sleep predicted women were 14% more likely to engage in sexual activity. Also, women who sleep longer on average 
report better sexual arousal than those with shorter sleep. For men, those who experience disturbed or poor quality sleep typically experience more uh, erectile dysfunction. So, in short, if we want to have better sex, sorry, if we want to have better quality relationships, <laughs> then sleep is an essential ingredient. Now, after all of that, you might be feeling pretty pessimistic about how sleep impacts our social lives. But the good news is that for many of us, our sleep is something that we can actually modify to improve our social relationships. Although, it's important to acknowledge that social disparities in sleep do exist. People in lower socioeconomic homes are more likely to experience worse quality sleep, for example. The unfortunate reality is that for some, sleep is a luxury they can't afford. And while the solution to this inequality probably lies with systemic change in our society, as individuals, it's worth prioritizing our sleep as much as is possible within our personal circumstances to give ourselves the best chances of positive, constructive and empathetic social interactions. For some of us, that might involve avoiding caffeine 10 hours before bedtime. For others, it might be as simple as waking up at the same time every day and keeping your naps to shorter than 90 minutes and not too close to bedtime. For others still, it might mean reserving your bed for sex and sleep only, no matter how nice it might feel binge-watching shows from the comfort of your own bed. And if you're someone who finds yourself experiencing persistent sleep problems, you know, check in with your GP and see whether something else might be going on. Prioritise yourself and those you interact with by prioritising your sleep. Must be time for a nap then. That was PhD candidate Joel Raymond from the School of Psychology and the Brain and Mind Centre at the University of Sydney. His talk was recorded at our live event at the Sydney Powerhouse Museum on Gadigal land. And if you would like to come and see Occam's Razor live, I have some good news. Our next show is on the 24th of November in Adelaide. If you're in town, come and join us in the audience. You can find tickets via the Occam's Razor website. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.